Hope Lives Here is the podcast of City Union Mission in Kansas City. Since 1924, the homeless and impoverished have found hope and healing through this evangelical ministry. This podcast is designed to help you discover City Union Mission's origins, history, programs, and its people, and the mission's love for those who need love most. Enjoy this episode of Hope Lives Here. Well, welcome to Hope Lives Here. This is the podcast of City Union Mission. I'm your host, Chris Michael, and every week this program will originate from our studio at 11th and Truce here in Kansas City in the administration building. If you have comments about the podcast, you can reach me at Hope Lives Here, the podcast at cityunionmission.org. Our guest is City Union Mission Chief Executive Officer, Dr. Terry Megley, who will be our guest on a regular basis. And today, going to touch on the state of homelessness in Kansas City currently. And to do that, we'll probably have to look back a few years and see how things have evolved to what homelessness looks like today. And of course, how City Union Mission is responding to those needs of the poor and the homeless here in Kansas City. So welcome. You became the chief executive officer of City Union Mission in what, January of 2020? Yes. But you weren't new to the mission. Talk a bit about what roles you served in here before that. Well, Chris, I've had several roles. I first started as a Vandenberg Youth Center coordinator, uh, did chapels, and uh, was focused on coaching the four seasons of sports, flag football, basketball, baseball. And so I enjoyed that. And that's where I got my first start into ministry here. Never worked with the homeless before, never worked with those that are in poverty. And so it was a real eye-opening experience for me that this hidden world of homelessness and poverty uh, was beyond my understanding. And so I, I really believe the Lord uh, shaped me and, and, and helped change the way I was thinking about the poor due to those experiences. So I went from, you know, the, a youth coordinator, sports chaplain, and then moved into the administrative role with the, the youth department and uh, was there for about five, seven years and had a great experience working with seven to eight full-time youth pastors as we engaged in after-school programming and sports and discipleship and getting into the schools and helping with academics. And then from there, I went to uh, the New Life Program Administrator, and that position requires overseeing the long-term residential recovery program for women and children. And that was also an enjoyable experience, but I also had to learn and go back through the the equipping and educating and learning process. And you know, I think, Chris, that's what really kept me engaged is I kept being challenged, being challenged in my walk with God, but also being challenged to go, if God's called me to this ministry, then I need to be equipped. And so, Lord, how do you want me to be equipped? And so it was on the New Life program as an administrator. Uh, they decided to, to move forward and, and work on my doctorate. I really, and I focused on the homelessness on my dissertation. And it was a phenomenal experience. And uh, from that position, then I moved into the family center director position, which was responsible for camp and community assistance and youth department, shelter, and also the long-term recovery program for women and children. 
So I was engaged in that role for about five years as well. And again, those were all opportunities to learn and grow and depend on the Lord. But each of those positions helped gain an investment and seeing the return come back on how God was using me and others to minister to the poor and homeless of Kansas City. And I'm sure that God has used some other things in your life to prepare you for this role. What are some of those things? Well, I would really want to say is, you know, that was a real struggle for me uh, to discover God's will. And, you know, I was very open to where the Lord was leading me. And I knew that my heart was in ministry. I I came from a very successful uh, business background, retail management, inside sales manager. I did all those things. I, the Lord blessed me in those areas, but I was not satisfied. And so I, with a, with a pastor who took me under his wings, discipled me and mentored me for three years. With that experience, we both came to the conclusion is that I was called to ministry. And then it took about a year to uncouple the experience of moving from business and transitioning to a seminary student. And so that journey was very rewarding. But, you know, some of the, the, the jobs that I've had or careers I've had have really been the foundational building blocks to this position I'm in now. And I'll give you an example. Warehouse management and manufacturing, I was in, involved in that. So I learned about managing people very early on. Even at the age of 16, I was responsible for supervising a manufacturing line during the summer. So I think my dad really had a lot of uh, input in directing me into management. And retail management, learned to do setup with uh, multiple stores with Walmart, went in as a turnaround manager for a weekend. I did a couple stores that way. Just really learned how to come in on a large operation and begin to tackle some of those very clear problems that are uh, affecting the business. And, you know, Chris, that translates back into our, our Mission Christmas store, mm-hmm. learning how to be a merchant and how to know what people need, what the demands are, how to order, how to stage the product, how to manage the product and in inventory, and then how to be able to put it on a shelf and to be able to provide that customer service. All of those years of working in retail management – came about by being able to oversee and help direct uh, our Christmas store. And it has grown from literally what was tables in a big conference room to now we're moving out approximately $40,000 worth of brand new Christmas items for needy families. So it, it has morphed into an area that's helped me to make an impact for the poor and homeless through the Christmas. Also then, uh, area that was very helpful was I was a licensed insurance agent in the state of Oklahoma. Did that for quite a while and was not happy and satisfied. And But I always kept wondering, Chris, why I was always bouncing around and not staying for more than 18 months or two years. I thought mm-hmm. something was wrong with me. And as I look back, I can see God's hand moving me into manufacturing, learning there, moving me into retail, learning there, moving me into cost accounting, 
and then moving me into insurance and moving me into uh, flooring and supply uh, manager for a distribution center and a showroom and flooring and carpet and beds and insurance and cost accounting and retail, all of those things have been added and building to this one moment of God's called me to do this. And I chose to hearken the call to take it because Lord has been faithful in all of my life in all of those areas. So if I come back, Chris, and I go, you know, I was hard on myself. You know, I was like, why can't I not be satisfied and fulfilled? And, you know, why do I keep bouncing around? And, you know, God gives me meaning. He has been very clear now going, this is why. And I didn't understand that until January 1st, 2020. You know, when I moved into this role as a CEO, it's kind of like moving in and being the first time a home buyer. And that first night in the house. And, you know, you, you lay on your bed and you're thinking, this is my first night in, the first, in, this, in my first actual home. And now I'm worried about what if the water heater goes out? What if this goes out? What if this goes out? And how am I going to handle that? Those were kind of those thoughts that I had was when January 1st came, 2020, I thought, you know what? I think the house is going to fall apart when I step in. And it didn't. And God was wonderful in providing and sustaining but it, it was that adjustment coming in, but realizing all of those other steps weren't sidesteps. They were steps of growth and preparing me for where I'm at today. And, you know, to cap this out, I had a most significant conversation with my father uh, six months before he passed. So on Christmas Eve, we were at the Kmart parking lot. And we had to run in to pick up a gift for mom, I believe. And my brother ran in to go get it. And my dad and I just talked. And I opened up to him and I shared with him my struggle about life. And my dad said this. It has stuck with me. And that message came to me clearly again when I stepped into this role of CEO. And my dad said this. He said, Terry, all of these experiences you have are going to come together in one job. And you're going to see it, that God's hand was in this. Trust me, Terry, all of these experiences are going to come together. I really believe that was God using my dad to encourage me as the Lord moved me out of those careers it's not because I became bored. I realized that the Lord had said, you've learned everything you need to learn. I need to get you ready for the next step, the next area. And so I kept moving into areas I had no prior training or knowledge. And each area build on them to build a new experience of skill and learning God's in control. I don't have to worry about everything. And... He is behind the scenes resolving these big, big problems and even the small problems. So I think that really hit me hard knowing that all of those experiences did come together. And my dad was right, and I believe the Lord used him. We're talking with Dr. Terry Megley on this edition of Hope Lives Here. More coming up in just a moment. 
This episode of Hope Lives Here continues in just a moment. Are you looking for a meaningful way to serve your community? Have you ever thought about a job with a faith-based organization? City Union Mission has a number of open positions in a variety of areas. Case managers, food service, counselors, maintenance, and more. Visit cityunionmission.org and see how you can positively impact the lives of homeless men, women, and children in Kansas City. There's nothing quite like being there for others in their time of need. All right, we're back on Hope Lives here with Dr. Terry Megley at City Union Mission. Talk about the state of homelessness in Kansas City in general as you began your role as the chief executive officer and maybe even go back a few years before that. Well, when I came in in January 1st of 2020, it was three months before COVID. And during those three months, none of us knew what was going on, what was going to hit us, you know, a hundred year pandemic. But what I learned is, is we weren't fully prepared for the winter season. And with the Barta Hall experience, which City Mission did not participate in, we learned some things from the Barta Hall from the guests that stayed there. And we took that information and we go, how can we improve the experiences of our guests at uh, the men's center and the family center? And so we began to look real hard about making these very deep legacy changes that will help add to the benefit of somebody wanting to come to the mission. And so we we worked through that, through adjusting and, and making showers more private, moving away from night shirts to T-shirts and shorts, and also, too, to be able to provide more mental health. And, you know, the challenge for us today in general about the homeless, the trends are with more families, more women, uh, single moms, and couples. We're seeing more of that. And in fact, that is happening all over the country. Uh, I've connected with dozens of CEOs with rescue missions, and many of them have finished a family center campus just for that reason, because the numbers are growing, the, the turnaways, the unplaced families. So we did our own study using a, a wonderful accounting company that donated their time, Deloitte Consulting, and they ran analysis for us on the trends of homelessness. And so the results were that homelessness is going to get worse at a minimum of 5% every year in Kansas City. And it could be as high as 7 to 9% every year. That was staggering information for us to go, this trend is affecting everybody. I mean, it's affecting our city, it's affecting our churches, it's affecting our staff, it's affecting employers and local businesses. So that was something that we needed to go, you know what, I, I think the Lord is leading us to look for some new property. And uh, we're still in that search to look for a new family center campus. But the changes are coming because we're seeing it front hand. We're seeing it at our front doors is we, we see more of older homeless women coming in and having multiple issues, such as mobility, mental health, 
addiction. We're seeing those three things coupled with older women coming into the shelter. And that's a trend that has not stopped. So we need to expand and think about that for a new Family Center campus is providing a special place for these uh, wonderful women to be able to get back on their feet and get the help they need. And, you know, with the growth of uh, single moms and that, you know, also, Chris, you know, I'm thinking ahead, you know, with the, the reversal of Roe versus Wade, we could be seeing, depending on the states, we could be seeing a huge uptick in single moms. Yes. And we want that. We, we believe that life is precious. Mm. But we're also knowing it is possible and very likely that we're going to see more growth in the next three to five years of people needing. So mental health, those with special needs, aging, single moms with kids, and, and uh, even just the, the challenge of couples with no children, we're seeing that growth. And that becomes a problem for us, and we want to solve it very deeply. But there's always limitations that we can do. It's part of my burden that I need to pray, think through, consult, connect with my executive staff to go, what does it mean to be a good steward of City Union Mission? Hmm. How can we expand our kingdom impact without growing our budget and without putting more of a burden on on the big ask with our wonderful, generous Kansas City community. But what does the Lord have for us? And we, we know that God has not reached every single person in Kansas City area to be stirred to help see a mission. We know that. We know there are people out there that just want to help. But Knowing that the homelessness is growing in Kansas City, the city has done everything they can to address the problem. And sometimes it's been a Band-Aid. Sometimes it's been a, a quick fix through the hotels or other types of housing vouchers. But we know from experience, from 98 years, it takes a team of people to nurture and to grow and to help educate and inform somebody coming out of homelessness and moving them into upward mobility, it takes time. It could literally take between nine months to two years to see somebody that helps them on a daily basis learn those life skills and to find out what they're really good at. And so we know that that's going to take a little bit longer and we should, that homelessness is not something we can fix in two weeks when they come in our doors or six months. Some people are going to need more. Some people are going to need less. And so we're excited about what God's going to do, because if God's hands in it, he will make it clear and he'll provide. And that's what I have hope in, is that God always provides and he always leads. We're talking with Dr. Terry Megley, and let's finish with this. We hear the title CEO. When you hear that, what, is, what do you see as your role in that position? I see myself as a servant of the Lord. And specifically, my ministry, even though it's not in the front line, it's not being in the trenches teaching and counseling and coaching and, and helping them fill out a resume or coaching them on 
parenting skills at bedtime and those kinds of things, even though I miss that and I love that and I learned how to work through that, my role still as a servant is my ministry is to my chief officers. That's my goal. That is my ministry is because those chief officers are the decision makers and the change agents within the organization. So if I can serve them well by giving them the tools, the resources, the encouragement, and to help them connect and grow and become more dependent on God, that's my job. That's my role, is to be a servant of the Lord by ministering to who God has placed in front of me. Dr. Terry Meglier again today, who will be on the program quite regularly, which is a fantastic thing. Next time, we're going to be talking with Dr. Cheryl Hale. She is the Chief Programming Officer here at City Union Missions. That'll be a great conversation as well. We'll find out about her role at the mission and the programs that she has implemented to help our guests achieve positive results. I'm Chris Michael. If you have questions or comments about the podcast, reach me during business hours at 816-222-5061. Or again, you can send your emails to Hope Lives Here, the podcast at cityunionmission.org. We'll see you next time. Hope Lives Here is the podcast of City Union Mission in Kansas City. Send your comments to Hope Lives Here, the podcast at cityunionmission.org. And find out more by visiting our website at www.cityunionmission.org.